welcome to Cody Cast. This is Cody Allen's podcast. My Cody Cast podcast guest is Ginger Minch. You may have seen her on the most recent season of RuPaul's uh, Drag Race All Stars. She's got a brand new country music album coming out Friday, September 17th, which is why I wanted to uh, take some time to spin with Ginger, one of my favorites on RuPaul's Drag Race. And I love the country music she's making too, which uh, is everything from Friends in Low Places and a great remake of that to a song called Walk Tall, all about sort of realizing at a young age that she was a little bit different. All right, so let's get to all that. Ginger is joining me on Zoom. Hi there. Ooh, hello. Thank you for being on with me. I am a huge fan. You were on the most recent uh, all-star season of RuPaul's Drag Race. And let me tell you, I was pulling for you every episode. I seriously, hey. I, I thought you were going to win. Well, I, w- I was hoping to. You know, it's just the second time I've gotten like just literally one person away from that crown. Um, and I was hoping I was going to pull it out this time. But you know what? This time, unlike the other two, I didn't really care if I won because I felt like, oh, I, I've really done all the things that a winner would do. And I just wanted to be able to go and show the world like how I've changed and how I've grown in one. Well, I've grown in many ways, um, but I wanted to show them like a different side of me. And I think I got to do that. Oh, I think so too. Uh, and I watched the previous seasons with you on there as well. And uh, you just, you, you're, you shine on, on that show and just, you bring this uh, uh, brilliance and magic and you don't take yourself too seriously and you're such a pro. So I want to see you in Nashville. Please make it here sometime. Oh yes. Well, I'm going to come sleep on your couch. I hope you don't mind. I, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. I got an extra room. You're always welcome here. I do. We have room for all the the costumes, though. I don't know. Do you? You'll need an extra closet, I guess, right? No, they all condense really well. They're all made of sequins, so they never wrinkle. They can really just shove into any old bag I got. Well, I want to have you on the show because you have a great country music album out. I want people to know about it. And you're a country music enthusiast. You love country. Tell me what draws you to country because it has a lot to do with where you come from and your roots right yeah well i mean i cover up my roots as much as i can but um yeah you know i have kind of a love-hate relationship with country because it's what i grew up on and i think if you grow up on anything eventually it's just it's so it's like the neighbor that never leaves you alone you know it's the person that your roommate that just won't let you sleep sometimes and it's the same way with me with country music i i would wake up in the morning to country music and i'd go asleep at night singing country songs so it was it's always been a huge part of me um and then i knew that you know being so southern you know i love to tell a story and i love to use my voice to do it my motto was always if you can't say it sing it and I think country music was what I always wanted to do, but I felt like particularly with those two worlds, with drag and country, they, they have this kind of aversion to each other, you know, because the countryside is like, oh, I don't know. We love too much makeup, too much hair and lots and lots of sequins, but maybe not quite like this. And then the drag world is like country. That seems a little old school for us we want pop we want something we can dance to so i needed to find the right moment where i could tell that story and kind of marry those two worlds and i want everybody to know like this is real country music it is not country filtered through like the the drag lens you Mm. know i just happen to be a drag queen who has the story to tell 
I love all that. In fact, I can relate to so much of what you just said. I also grew up in the South. I wrote a book uh, recently that's coming out soon that uh, I talk about waking up in the morning. And it was not just the sounds of country music that I loved hearing from the little radio uh, in the kitchen. Uh, you know, picture Formica, you know, beige countertops, very uh, like uh, country uh, old school chic. <laughs> <laughs> and my, my mom would be playing the country music station and she'd be making, you know, uh, bacon and eggs or whatever in the morning. So I not only did country like does it register as like a morning thing for me growing up, but also like the smells. I can relate to country music. Like I can't hear Jolene without smelling bacon and eggs. I literally I was just talking to my mother about this because and my mom's so excited. I'm doing a country album. She's like, finally, something I'll download and listen to. Um, yeah, she just learned how to download things on her phone. She's moving into the 20th century. Finally, <laughs> we'll bless get her to her eventually. Yeah, bless her heart. We all know what that's Southern for. <laughs> September but, um, 17th is the uh, the day for Double Wide Diva. Um, let's talk specifically about this <laughs> single, though, that you uh, released first, which was Walk Tall. It's a very personal song, all right? It is, and it actually has ties to my mother. Um, my mother was my best friend. I know that's so cliche for every gay boy to sit there and go, my mother, she's the one that was there for me. But mine really was. You know, I'm from a, a very, very Southern town, very Southern Baptist. Um, we didn't have many paved roads. We threw a parade when we had our, our first McDonald's. Like, it was, it was a big deal in town to be different. And my father did not like that I was different at all. He's like, you got those football player's shoulders. You need to go out there and make me proud. Until then, just kind of sit in the corner and wait to be spoken to. Do not embarrass me. And my mother, you know, I was so obsessed with The Wizard of Oz. And it was 1989. It was the 50th anniversary of The Wizard of Oz. They came out with this pair of ruby slippers. They were ugly. They were hideous. But they were ruby slippers. And I wanted them so bad. And it was the first time that I saw my mother really defy my father and give me what I wanted and she was like it might have to be a secret for a little bit but I just hope that these things will make you walk a little bit taller with your head held a little bit higher and so that's why I wrote walk tall it's really kind of the anthem to anybody who's ever felt different or or like they didn't have a place to belong or, the, or they couldn't go outside with their head held high it's all about you know finding that right pair of shoes that makes you feel real good and facing yeah. the world head first with that, and I can relate to, again, so much of what you just said, I never felt drawn to the things you were, but I also knew that I liked boys and I liked Spider-Man over Wonder Woman, hands down, very early in my life. Um, and so I can relate to being different and trying to figure that out. At what age did you sort of like know? I do not remember a time where I didn't feel like this, you know, I, it was so second nature to me. And I think that, um, you know, particularly like with my mother, I spent so much time with her. So I always said, when I grow up, I want to be a mom. People are like, no, no, no. You want to be a parent. You want to be a father. No, I wanted to be a mom because I didn't have anything positive to really like attribute to the father role. But my mother was always there for me. She was cooking with me. She was teaching me about music. She was teaching me about the world. And she was the one that was really in my corner. So I was like, I want to grow up to be that. And she really instilled all of those, those lessons and the, that love inside of me. And now I just feel like I want to be mother to the whole wide world and share the story. One of the songs, uh, and obviously the title of the brand new project out on next Friday, September 17th, is 
double wide diva. I love the lyric in here. I wanted to point out, I am too big for this place, but I will never leave it. I'm a double wide diva. Great lyric that sort of, I think hits home for anybody growing up like we did in the South, small towns with big dreams. Tell me about that lyric. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of people would go to a town like Leesburg, Florida, and they would meet the people and go, I hate these people. I don't hate these people at all. There's nothing bad about them. They're not bad people. They're just uninformed. And and I think like it's my job to kind of go out into the world and prove myself and then come back and inform them and let them know these are the things that maybe the the views that maybe you should kind of re-examine. I feel like they are good people and it's a good place. And I feel like if I can educate them a little bit more, it's going to make the world a better place because they'll know how to really kind of interact with the people in their town who are eventually going to go out into the world and represent them. And I feel like that's a responsibility. So I never want to leave it completely. Um, But I do know that my dreams and my goals and what I've become is much bigger than, than Leesburg, Florida. When I came out in 2017, I felt like I had a responsibility also to represent. Now, first of all, when I came out, it was sort of just because I, I felt like I had to do it for me. It was a personal thing. Like I just had to get it out and off my chest, and like into the world and be done with it. But then you start to realize like you could really make a difference in people's lives if you, with that representation, teach them what different looks like. And it's not what you expect. And it um, it's not always in the you know, in the way that you perceive it as being a negative. And so many people do. Um, and just teaching people that, hey, this is a positive thing about my life. I used to walk away from the term gay. I used to hate it. Um, but now I embrace it. And it really being yourself 100% authentic and whatever it is you are is what makes you special, makes you you. And, um, and how much happier we would all be if we could just be ourselves And that's what I hope. I hope uh, so many people in small towns hear and see from you and and hopefully some of the stuff that I do as well on CMT and all these shows. Well, I am such a fan of yours. I'm so honored to be talking to you, honestly, like from the bottom of my heart. I really mean that. And I feel like everybody in the world, they get stuck up on labels and everything. But I feel truly that everybody should identify as queer because queer just means different. And I think we're all different. All of us, every single one of us, and that's what makes us so special. So I think if we stop shying away from those things and really embrace them and talking about them, opening up that conversation in a fun way, I think more people are are going to be open to learning about the differences and celebrating them hand in hand instead of going, you're weird, I don't like you, don't embarrass me, move on. (laughs) One of the things I learned about Dolly Parton years ago was that she is always Dolly Parton, like she never leaves the house and she talks openly about uh, her makeup and her wigs and all of it. And that, and that she never leaves the house as any other person, but the Dolly you want to see and you've seen in movies and on TV and in music for years and years. So I wonder, do you ever leave the house um, not being Ginger Minge? Well, I feel like Ginger, you know, I'm, I'm kind of strange in the drag world in the sense that Ginger is just an extension me. Um, I don't have really a line that divides the two of us. Ginger is all of the best parts of me um, that has taught me kind of how to be who I am and, and kind of spread that message. So yeah, I feel like even when I don't have the big wig on or the big pair of lashes or the sequins or the rhinestones, I feel like I'm still representing the same person. I will tell you, I got to do Dumplin' 
um, with Dolly Parton. And then I got to do the Jolene music video for her as well. And I've worked with her several times. So I can attest fully to the fact that she shows up at four o'clock in the morning, completely done, completely. She put the rest of us to shame. Um, what are like the three things you carry in your purse at all time, the must haves that you always have on you? So I always have a good clear lip gloss because it doesn't matter what color your lips are, a clear will go with everything, but you want to be shiny. You don't want to be dry. You know, I always carry a Band-Aid because if it's somebody's going to stub their toes, somebody's going to be so enamored with how you look, they trip over themselves and scrape their knee or something. So it's good to be a giver that way. And I don't think you should ever, ever leave home without a calling card. So I have my purse chock full of cards. It says, this is where you can find me. This is who I am. Let's chit chat and stay in touch. Right on. And if people want to follow you, you're all over social media as well. Uh, I'm on all the platforms. The names are different across all of them. Um, but you can go to gingermingeonline.com. Gingermingeonline, that's M-I-N-J. Uh, and it has, it has the link to all of my different stuff. Um, and make sure you go like follow me, especially on Spotify. Listen to the music because this album it's such a love letter to all of us who have felt different at some point you know every song is a story it's a moment from my life and it is told authentically and beautifully um i think and i think that a lot of people can relate to it one of the tracks i really enjoyed also on the new project was your remake of friends in low places um classic of course from garth brooks it really was the song that was the breakout but why that song? Why were you drawn to that? And how does that kind of fit in with the rest of your message? Well, you know, I, I've always felt like even the gays love Garth. Everybody loves Garth. He's like a Dolly Parton. He's got a good message. He's he's very sincere. He's authentic. I love his wife, too. I'm so obsessed with her. I Outside of singing and drag, I, I cook. I have a cooking show that's on out TV and I just, I relate to her so much. So I love her and through that process end up loving him even more, but also because I've been very blessed in my career. I've traveled around the world many times and I've met so many people that on the surface level, you'd probably think we would never get along. We'd never talk. We'd never do this. We never did. We end up becoming great friends who stay in touch. And I wanted to kind of sing a song that everybody knew that everybody could sing along with that really celebrates all of those people that I've met and from all these different walks of life and uh, brings us all together. Uh, listen, love you. Thank you so much. See you in Nashville at some point. And I literally live one mile away from play. You can come here to this house and stay anytime you want. Well, good. I'm going to take you up on that. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Bye, honey. Let's just stay in touch. I'll DM you. Okay. Thank you. I would okay. love that. See you. This has been Cody Cast. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen anytime on the iHeartRadio app. Cody is heard on hundreds of radio stations across America and seen on CMT Hot 20 Countdown every weekend. For more, go to cmtcody.com.